welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. I'm Max. And I'm Nikki. And together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the differences between New York and Los Angeles. And New York what, City, that is. New York City. Well, I think that goes without saying because we're saying Los Angeles. Okay. So, um, in any event, and and uh, San Francisco to a de- to a decree, <laughs> to a decree, yeah, and San Francisco to a decree, um, um, because t- in fact, uh, a few days ago marks our one, one year, year anniversary, anniversary of living in uh, New York City for the both of us. For the both of us. Um, um, well, I said our so, um, and we thought, okay, that's fitting to do a. Comparison. A comparison episode. What, what, what are our, our thoughts on New York City at, at this what point? What are our thoughts on New York City at this point? Uh, do we prefer it? Do we prefer Los Angeles? Do we prefer San Francisco? What do we prefer? Well, let's talk. Well, anyway, we do have a great show in store for you tonight. But first, Max, I really got to go pee. Well, I told you not to drink all that pee. Why are you saying oh, this sorry. joke? Why? That's one of those a bit from her act. I don't know why he wanted me to do that right now. Anyway, but first we got some station business to handle. Station business. We've got um, a show coming up this Sunday night in Brooklyn, in East Williamsburg, at, at a place called Sunnyvale. Our band, Little Person, is playing um, with our sister's band, Foxtails Brigade. We're not playing together on the same set. We have, t- I mean, th- th- but we're on we're the not, same bill. We're on the same bill. And uh, uh, because our sister will be in town starting tomorrow. And there's a couple other Saturday. bands uh, on the bill. One's called Wooder. It's their EP release show. And another is called Virginia and the Wolves. As in Virginia the Wolf. Wolf. Um, anyway, that should be a very fun show. Um, Wolf. Doors op- are at 8 p.m. Um, so all you New Yorkers, please come on out for it. Well, doors are at 8 p.m.? Is that the case? I just said that. Um, okay. Anyway, um, so, uh, any other station business? I suppose not. Um, so, all right, let's get, let's get, let's get down to business. Let's get to it. Well, not station business, but business, business. Um, anyway, so New York City, huh? Um, Los Angeles. I mean, Max, what do you think? Do you like one, do you prefer one to the other? I don't necessarily prefer one to another. I personally think that each has its own pros and cons, in my opinion. Um, uh, you know, I think one thing is the weather is better in Los Angeles. That's for sure. It, it, mostly, in, in a lot of California, it is. A lot of California, I should say, but yeah, in a lot of California. Los Angeles especially. But I will say San Francisco, not necessarily so. I don't necessarily think the weather is better there. Um, oh, I think it is better there than it is here. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's um, true. But Los but Angeles no, has better weather than San Francisco. Well, yeah, but Oakland, no, and Oakland Berkeley, actually, Oakland and Berkeley have some of the best weather. Yes, I think. the but East I, Bay actually. But I do think nice. Los Angeles overall has the best weather. It's just it's nice there, and it it's never humid. You know, I mean, over here in New York, where you know it's we just started summer here. Um, it's very humid. Two nights ago, and it gets so hot 
but humid here. That's the problem, you know? Yeah, I don't mind that oh, so much. I do mind it because you just, your arms start sweating. When your arms are sweating by just standing or sitting down. No, it's not. That's a thing. No, don't get me wrong. I prefer Los Angeles more than that, but I don't. For I'm weather. just saying that I don't mind it that much is what I'm trying to say. Now, but when it gets cold, ooh, boy. It gets very cold. And I do not like the cold. No, but with that said, this is why I'm saying lost, uh, San Francisco, I'm not quite sure if I prefer that weather is because it's very um, erratic. The weather can be, I mean, it is quite- No, it's not. The weather here is totally more erratic. Are you no, kidding that's me? that's not true. Sometimes yes, I is. go out and I'm thinking in San Francisco, I'm like, oh, it's not going to be that cold. It's cold. No, no. You always just come prepared with a coat in San Francisco. That's the deal. I know, but and sometimes the coat is not enough. Usually, yes, it, what? You're crazy. Uh, maybe? No way, man. It, it usually is between 50 and 60 degrees in San Francisco on yeah, a regular basis. Sometimes I'm like super cold in San Francisco. No. Whereas oh. in New York, I will, I may, I've made more active I, I'm more active in checking the weather before okay, I go. Okay, why out. are you more active in checking the weather in San Francisco? Same deal. I know, but I'm just saying. No. Now that I know bad that excuse. No, I'm just saying because it because gets really cold. It's here. very erratic here. Shh. You Hold never on, know listen. if it's going to rain. You never know if it's it's going to be very hot one day and it's going to be cold the next day. Cannot finish. And the only way to know is by checking the weather. Cannot finish. That's what you should do. In cannot, finish, cannot finish. Cannot finish. Cannot finish. I'm just saying. Because the weather is maybe more erratic, as you say, I'm more inclined to check the weather. Oh, and therefore, the weather outside is frightful. And therefore, and I'm the actually more so prepared for the weather. You get my catch my drift? Mm. So when it's actually cold out, I dress in layers, and it's really not as bad. It's not oh, that bad. Oh, no, it is bad. Because you know why? When it gets really cold, you got all these layers on. It takes so much time to put all these layers on, and then you get inside, and you got to take them all off. No, and then I you got to put them all on again when you go outside, just to be outside, just for a little bit. It's just like, oh, so much work for that. You no, know? I and look on top of that. Sh- gosh, it's like hold on. Sometimes sh- you just you you aren't prepared. Your feet get cold, and uh, your feet no. get cold. Okay, I'm just saying. Your face can get cold. Your face can get cold. You just gotta be prepared. Be prepared. Ooh, watch that. You know, don't don't do oh, that. Oh, but in any event, I'm just trying to say that so far, <sighs> my nail. I'm of course California weather is straight up better, straight up. But with that said, I don't mind the weather as much as Nikki complains about it. Personally, I don't. I, it hasn't made me like feel. There have been a couple times well, when I've been outside and I, I'm like, God, it is freezing cold. But that's because I was okay, not prepared. Here's, here's I was where, not here's prepared. Where I, here's my uh, counter argument is when it gets hot enough here, the cockroaches start coming out. Shh. Oh, knock, knock on, on wood. wood. Knock on wood. We shouldn't have knocked on the floor wood because we're actually doing this at nighttime and uh, we don't want to disturb the neighbors. Maybe you should knock on that morning wood. Okay. Let's see. Well, Max is knocking on that morning wood. Okay. Um, anyway, but uh, you know we haven't really encountered any cockroaches in Ooh. our apartment. Shh. Knock on Knock wood. On wood. Uh, let's see. We're gonna have to find some more. But um, I will say, you notice them in the streets and uh, in places of business. And when it gets hot here in New York, you see that, and 
that is a thing that I got to say, I never really saw in San Francisco um, because the weather's different there. And um, it's just not I'm, true. I know that Los Angeles, uh, not where I, we grew up, that we didn't really encounter cockroaches. We didn't encounter centipedes, which is, was a thing. Um, straight up a thing. And, straight up. and, and it did, actually is yeah, here. We, here. We, we do see centipedes during the summer. Uh, I think it's the humidity that kind of does. But I will say um, something like cockroaches do seem to be more prevalent here in New York City. That, that's uh, that's, a, New bold York fa- City. that's a bold-faced in lie. New York City. You think that, Nikki, because you live in an apartment building, whereas in San Francisco you did not live in an apartment building. Um, I tend to think that you see cockroaches more where there's apartment buildings because there's more people around. For instance, I don't know about that. For instance, we've seen we see them all the time actually outside our older brother's apartment. No, not they're not huge like they are here. And, Nikki, and also that's on, just on, a bold face. No, lie. it's not. It's a bold face truth. In Berkeley, it depends on how clean it is. Also, like my last year of living in Berkeley. Uh, the house was actually pretty clean, and the, but the summer before I left, these new guys came in, and they were not that clean, and then I started seeing some cockroaches, actually, well, and I was okay, like really annoyed Max, by that. No, I, look, you know, I lived with some people in San Francisco who were not clean, okay, and they were like, you know, one or two of them were dirty. I know, and but they, Nikki... Still, even if the house was gross, and it would often be gross, there wouldn't be cockroaches. Now, I had to deal with a whole separate issue involving other things, um, but that was a whole other story. Okay, Maybe that's a thing we could do is roommates. Okay. That's an episode. But yes, okay. You could just speak that a little quicker. You could say that a little faster. Well, you can... Um, Shut no, I, look, that's a little bit of a fallacy because there's places in San Francisco where there's cockroaches for sure. But there, it is a thing Nikki is, does speak Max, of. Even in clean areas uh, of New York City, you see them. Um, what are, where are clean areas like, in New York uh, City? <laughs> this one restaurant that I was working at, I remember in the dead heat of summer last year... There was a straight up cockroach on the wall right behind people. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, oh, sh- oh, people don't know that really. People wouldn't know where I was working. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Actually, I don't know. They, and that's something was, w- that was a, you know, generally a clean restaurant. And but it was, you know, it was just. I mean, granted, it was outside on the patio, but still, Jesus. Well, let, how about we take a pause and look it up? Look up what when cockroaches come out. Pause. It turns out, after doing a little bit of brief researching, um, there is some truth to what Nikki was saying. It was not a bold-faced lie. It was not a bold-faced lie. Um, Nikki was right. Uh, Nikki, I think, I, in my quick search, I think he's mostly right. It turns out cockroaches, because they're attracted to water will be attracted more to humid places. So the South actually has a lot of roaches, and, apparently. And the East Coast in general. But I think. I think it also turns out it's a kind of a, a people that live below the federal poverty line in places where those uh, those housings are for people that uh, live below the federal poverty line. Um, or I guess the demographic is generally people's houses that live below the federal poverty line, there's going to be more infestations of things, including rats. Now, that's another thing, Nikki, rats. Do you think that New York rats are the biggest rats you've ever seen? 
They are pretty big. They are, but are they I mean, the gosh, biggest? Also, on top of that, I was waiting in the subway station last night. Uh, and oh, let me tell you what. Usually this doesn't happen. Usually you just see the rats like on the tracks. But there were these rats on the actual platforms. And yeah. it was like... You know, you turn your head and you turn it back, and it's there. The rat's there, and you're like, ah, you yeah. Know, and you knock just, on wood. Oh my god, know, knock, knock on wood. On wood yeah. Oh god, I mean, uh, it's so scary. And like, the subway was coming at that time, and I was just like, oh my god, please get here so I can just hop on the subway and not have to deal with this right. rat. Well, it's just here's the thing about ra- the, that though: most cities don't have a subway system. It's an underground system, so naturally there's going to be rats underground. I mean, that's just a thing. Like you know? A rat king, maybe. Um, so that's, you know, you, rats are not specific to New York, of course, but... Uh, I do see, you know what though? The, and this is another thing to bring up about New York that I think is kind of more disgusting is rats are attracted to trash and... New York is, City has they, trash. They have trash bags. The way they collect trash, collect trash. The the garbage men is people just put garbage bags, their bags of garbage, out on the street for them to pick up, and they don't actually put out cans like they do in most cities. At least where I've lived in San Francisco and Los Angeles, they're a lot cleaner about that. What, we put with, out we put our trash in cans and we put them out on the side of the street. But for them with to pick that up. said, uh, the trash is collected much more often in New York though okay but i still that that doesn't make it better i don't think because it's still like okay there's always going to be trash on the street basically you know yeah it is kind of disgusting and that is probably why you might see on average more rats and i do see rats uh crawling from underneath the garbage bags that are on the sidewalk waiting for garbage men to pick now um that's not to say though we have had some rat encounters in our live lives lives um our nine lives, I'm a cat. So the rats, you know, I have rat encounters because I'm a cat nine lives. You're life. trying to be funny. Um, no, we've had some encounters with rats. But that's because we the were hills living of in the hills of Los Angeles. Of Los, well, that's exactly. And those are mountain rats. But exactly. I think these New York City rats might be bigger. Gotta you think say. so? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. They might be. But I got to say, though... Up close and personal, we were more up close and personal with the ones in Los Angeles. Oh, not last rats. night, man. Last night was a different story. No, I know, but come on, we had. To, there was one summer we came back from college to Los Angeles, and what had happened was, I guess animal. There was a beehive that was stuck underneath our house or something, and I guess animal control came and opened up a hole and took it out, but they didn't close the hole back up. So when we got back from Los An- to Los Angeles that summer. Uh, there was like a rat that we had to kill every night. Uh, we were catching a rat. We every were night. catching a rat. Sorry, but that had to do also because every of the, night of the um, what do you call the game room, and that was a whole other, you know. No, but what is what does that have to do with the price of eggs? Because that was like down below, and that was like, you know, that that area is kind of infested. You know, no, it wasn't the game room. Yeah, it was no. Really? Well, anyway, that's irregardless. Infested with rats because, because they got into the hole. That's why. Anyway, the point is... Anyway, that was that was the most... Hold on, should we finish the whole story? No, because it's not really relevant, you know. I know, but I just... I, so I, gross. I will say it is sort of relevant to the idea of my comfort level in the city of Los Angeles. That is to, This is to say my comfort level 
in the place that I grew up, in right. the house that I grew Nikki up. Nikki can't really sleep there anymore because his comfort my, level my is My allergies are, are, are get bad at where my mom lives. It could so be the, I have it to could stay be the carpets. Apartment. It could be the carpets. Oh, my God. The carpets haven't been changed in a I long know, time. I, I don't like that, but that doesn't have to do with the city of Los Angeles. No, I know. Say. But can I just say... When we were killing those, ra- uh, I mean, I'm hard, sorry to I'm say, saying killing. I'm, when we're catching them, okay, we're catching them, but ultimately they did die. I we mean, didn't kill them with our own hands. Okay, that's true, but okay, I'm sorry to say, but they, you know, died, and we threw them out in the trash. And uh, here's the thing. Long story and short. Here's here's a thing. Okay, here's the thing about it. A disadvantage to it not being collected every day. You know, throughout the week, we had to put in one or two rats in the trash can. And one night... They kind of built up. It kind of built up and started smelling, actually. And then one night, we decided to leave our home to go to a friend's place. And I thought I saw some condensation on the trash can. And I thought, oh, that is a little weird looking for some reason. And we left to our friend's place. And we we came back home. And... uh, our older brother comes out of the garage and he's like, guys, you got to take a look at this. This is disgustophilus. And okay. he... He didn't say that. But. Right. Well, he said disgusting. Um, Something. So he brings us... He's like, look at this. And he brings us towards the trash can. And I thought, oh my God, the condensation's gotten more. So much so that... It comes down, flowing from the trash can it was as if down like drip, a waterfall, like a waterfall, and like a waterfall. Like, but we got and we closer, got closer and closer. It wasn't condensation, and it wasn't condensation. It was, it was a waterfall m- of maggots. maggots. Ew. Ew! Ugh! It was so gross. Oh my god! And uh, I think one of us lifted the top. No, I don't. I didn't. And oh, we kind of looked. It was like oh, all swarming, and it was like oh, we just ew, got out of there gross. quickly, and then. From that day on, I've always thought garbage men have the worst, worst job because they got to deal with stuff like that. But they do get paid well. So anyway, that's our little brief foray into our past yeah. lives our, as, uh, as uh, trash inspectors. Or as well as rat, 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 rat kings. Rat kings. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyway, um, so back to New York versus Los Angeles. So... The weather is definitely a thing, you know, that kind of, you know, I don't like out here. That said, you know, and I understand for some people they like to experience real true seasons. But after having lived here for a year, I realized, nah, I prefer just kind of pretty warm weather all the way through the year. Not to and say my, that not it, to say that doesn't get cold it in Los cold Angeles. cold and it rains. It can rain a lot actually in Los Angeles. Um, Los Angeles can get super cold, especially in our mom's house. Oh, very much so. And that's in the hills. But so it this. won't ever get as cold as it gets here. No, but you're unprepared for it because you right. don't think it'll get that cold. But um, anyway, so enough about weather. What else is there? Um, there's, and so far we are kind of talking down about New York in a way, but we're going to get to the good stuff soon. Oh, um, good stuff. But I, I also do want to mention this about New York that I don't like, and that is, um, well, this is just based on my own experience with it, um, and I don't own a car in New York City. I have owned cars in Los Angeles and in San Francisco, and that's only because the, the public transportation system here in New York City is supposed to be reliable, Although 
it's not really that reliable. Well, it's um, actually recently been getting very unreliable because actually a lot of articles have been written recently about it, about how it's the subway is straight, in, straight up making people late for work. And, and it's made me late for work twice. Even though we leave like an hour in advance. Right, no, it's, it's like, straight up messed me up a couple times. And anyway. Almost, uh, it stresses so, me out sometimes. Um, I don't own a car here, and I got to say, I prefer to have a car. In it, Let me finish. I prefer to have a car because I don't like the idea of relying on somebody else to take me somewhere. I like the idea of being able to get in my car and drive somewhere. Now, this is not to say that I won't encounter traffic because, you know, even in San Francisco, I've never had worse road rage than I have had in San Francisco because of not just the traffic, but because of the, you know, double parkers and, and what it, whatnot and what it was is, um, but in New York City, I can t- I can see that it, the traffic is really bad here, and it's really hard to find parking as it is in San Francisco. This is why I think Los Angeles, even though it has bad traffic, it's easier to find parking. I think in Los Angeles. Well, that's changing. We haven't lived in Los Angeles in a long time, and it's getting harder and harder to find parking. Actually, uh, when you go out, you know, it is very true thing. Now, with that said, it is still easier than in New York and and in San Francisco. San Francisco is is really hard. It is in compact cities. It's going to be just a hard hard to find parking. That's just how it is. But and let me just finish though on what you were saying though about um, driving. Here's the thing about it though, Nikki. You haven't experienced as bad road rage as you have as in San Francisco, but you spent your so far, your adult life in San Francisco, except for this past year in New York, and you had a job, your first jobs, real jobs in the real world were in San Francisco. And so I feel like, of course, you're going to experience road rage because you weren't trying to get to a place that, you know, I was always trying to get to school. In high school, we were always <sighs> racing to get to high school. That's true. And Max would often make me late. But I mean, that wasn't. But, you know, even going into the valley, driving from where we lived, which was not in the valley, to the valley to go to high school, it took at most 20 minutes. No, that is not true at no, all. No, no, no. At most 20 minutes? That 20, is not true. 25 minutes? Here no, in New York, that's not true. We have to leave way ahead of time to get anywhere. No, and okay. this is not. That's and it's not just what, because we live in Brooklyn. But No, but it's also our placement from the subway, too. It is, but... It's also because you have to wait for the subway train to come, and sometimes it takes forever to come. Sometimes, a lot of times, it gets stalled. And true, with here's the thing though: in San Francisco, I experienced life with a car and without a car too. And I will say, I had to depend on this underground system too a couple times, and it's just as bad there. It really is. Even though there's not that much that they have to take care of, it seems like because their subway, because their underground system is not that extensive. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Is Los Angeles? I mean, uh, I don't know how you feel about this. It doesn't really have a a, a good public transportation system. So, and it's such a wide spread out city that you have to have a car. Well, wouldn't and, it be nice? And to, that's that's this is kind of a bad argument but, though because you're but, but but having the necessary necessity of a car means you will get a car. And yeah, it's but just easier with a car. Also, it feels I know, safer in a car. That's, you don't have to encounter um, like weird people who are often on drugs or like crazy true. people on the subway. The other night, I got antagonized by this guy. 
you know, because I had, uh, I was eating some food on the subway, and he, I don't think he was antagonizing me for that reason, but he made it that reason, and he was being very, very pushy, and I, I'm like, if I had my own car, I just, if I was in my own car, I wouldn't be dealing with this guy. Right, but you know, that's... I hate it. I hate when here's people Here's the do thing, that. Nikki. I, you're saying this, but... Um, you get scary. You're saying this, but I would. I think though that's more of your complaints with having a car versus not having a car, as opposed to city specific. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. You could probably. What if you had a car in New York? You you can't really make that judgment until you've had a had a car in New York. I know, but I will say, if I had a car in New York, I wouldn't be using it all the time because I notice how bad the traffic is in like Manhattan. It just seems. Because we have very, driven it. Very, I have driven in so Manhattan. So we have driven in And Manhattan. it just, no matter what time of the day, it's always really bad. And it's like, it seems kind of fruitless to be driving in, in New York City. Well, I mean, at least in Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. And that really does have to do with so the city. So basic, but that has to do with, that's the city. Well, yeah, that's true. That's um, true. But okay. Now, okay, we, we've talked a bit of bad things about New York City. What do we like about it? And what do we prefer about it to Los Angeles? Well, the theater scene is sprawling here. You can always, on a weekend night or on a weekday, you're finding, you're like, oh, what what should we do tonight? Let's do something fun. What should we do? Let's go see a show. There's always going to be a show, going, a show on going on in New York City. In New York City. And that's one of the things that really drew me to the city originally. Um, not only... Um, that there were shows to go see, but people's natural spirit and uh, state of mind to want to go see shows. You know, for us that are performing, in, that perform in the performing arts, um, we liked the idea that people were more, it seemed to me that people were more willing to go out and see a show. That said, we did put on a, a month-long variety show uh, at the end of, of 2016, and it was not very well attended. With and that said, though... There weren't that many people that knew about it, though. I well, mean, that's I will, kind of a hard. That, but that's, it's how I, do you get people to know about things? That's another thing, and that's well, that's, that's a whole. That's not a city based. That's not a city based thing. That's a whole. I, I that's another thing we, we should, should talk promote, about. Though. We should have promoted our show in a different kind in a of different way. kind of way. It's hard. I think that, neo vaudeville is a way to. Right, we should have called call it a neo vaudeville show, maybe instead of a variety show. Right, we called it a variety show, uh, and that kind of lessens it. I feel like the show. But here's the thing about it, though. That's another episode we should talk about, maybe. Um, different ways, like how how discussing how one should promote themselves as an artist, maybe. I, well, the reason why that's not a good thing is there's really no correct way. I don't really know how, like. We have all these different kinds of methods, but do they really work? Sometimes I don't sometimes know. They don't. I don't know. But I will say though, recently though, we've been getting on a lot of different shows, other people's shows, which have people in the audience, you know, and that they have we don't created even... they've created a, a a network of people that come out to their shows, and that's been good for us. And I think that you know, just as a side note, I think that's maybe the best way is to create a fan base through those people and then... I know, but you know. even on these shows, and we've been doing well on, on some of the past few shows that we've been doing, but there's still like... How do you make more them have more of an incentive to like want to seek you out in the future? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, we've been doing really well where people come up to us and they're like, wow, that was amazing. Yet, 
you know, they'll become friends with you on Facebook. I mean, I don't know. I guess they'll, I, I, they'll we find have yet out. to see they'll the find results out. of our, well, our You labor. have yet to see it because we haven't put on a, a new show or we haven't put on a show of ours uh, since that, you know? Right. Um, so that's that. Um, also, I can't really speak about this in, in Los Angeles because we haven't really done that much performing in Los Angeles per se. You know what I mean? So did we have a lot a, in San Francisco. We did a lot in San Francisco, and for sure, I don't think San Francisco is the place to Actually, be. Actually, in fact, th- that's a really kind of a bad thing about San Francisco. More lately than ever before, is that uh, I f- truly feel there's less of an appreciation for local arts and culture. Um, yeah, um, maybe. And perhaps I surmise that uh, one of the contributing factors to this is the um, the advent of of the tech industry in San Francisco. They're moving over from Silicon Valley into San Francisco and they are sort of taking over. And these tech people, not to generalize, I don't want to generalize, but they don't care about local arts as much. You know, I mean... That is the, that is the argument. However... And a lot of people... I'm, I'm not alone on this argument. That's why a lot of people, a lot of our friends are moving from San Francisco to either Los Angeles or New York because San Francisco is changing in, in a lot of ways for the worse. I and mean, it's very expensive. It's, it's very getting expensive. very expensive to live there. Uh, with that said, I personally think you can live in any big city and you can make it work, actually. Oh, I will say this, though. Los Angeles... Still very cheap. Way cheaper than New York City or San Francisco. Sure. Now, here's the thing, though. Compared to Los Angeles, do you still have that kind of esprit, you know, that that there's a <laughs> nightlife? I'm talking about, like, sort of this, no. this, this actively going to see a show because... You just want to go see well, okay, a show. So here's the thing about New York City is it's much you, harder. It's it's much easier to go check out a show. You in could New just York. walk a few you just blocks. walk a few blocks and go to the show after work or something. Well, you could actually do this. You could go see a comedy show or like a, a Broadway musical or play at eight o'clock, and then later on the night, go see you, a comedy okay, show. Go see a comedy show, and then again, even later, even go go, go to see a jazz, a jazz show. Go to, go to a jazz club. At two, two in the morning, in the mo- two in the and morning, it's still packed and in it's there. It's still packed in there on a Sunday night. That's something that's unique to New York that you can't find in Los Angeles or San Francisco because bars actually do places Bar- close, close by at two, two, and that is a thing. And and here's the thing New about York it: is really a, the city that never sleeps, right? And but there is a, a sort of it, it seems to be an inclination to want to go out and experience culture. Not, I mean, that's that's something that is very true about New York that I think even more than Los Angeles and Los Angeles is a very cultural place. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Los Angeles because it's very cultural, but I think people, people have to get in their car to go see a show. And it's a little bit more of an effort to have to go do that. You right. know what I mean? And uh, that said though, there's an effort for people to want to, if, especially if they live in Brooklyn to get on the subway and Take that is, the subway, that especially is with all the delays. That is true. To, and, to get out into Manhattan, you know? And, well, it depends on where you live. But or to even get to another part of Brooklyn. You know, if from South Brooklyn to North Brooklyn, it's very difficult. You have to go into Manhattan first, usually. Um, and then going to Queens is a whole other story. And that's a whole other story. But, but um, with that said, I, there is just a kind more, of a... Uh, uh, it's uh, more of a bustle. There is a sort of... There is a hustle and bustle of just... You know, of things happening and things driving. I was always you know? thinking things happening in New York City, and you know, this one night we 
we went to a comedy show, and afterwards we went to a jazz club at two in the morning. Well, hold on. Let's just say. Let's just say first. Hold on. At the comedy club, by the way. We had seen a show that our older brother's friend was in, and it was packed in there, and it was a great show. Um, at the Comedy Cellar. The Comedy Cellar. Very cool comedy club. Yeah, and uh, just a little plug, Louis Katz, we went to see him. He's a very funny comic. Go check him out. Um, anyway, he's our older brother's friend, and, uh, and a, a fairly well-known comic as well. And friend of ours, too. And And sure, why not? Um, and we were just hanging out with him, at the upstairs uh, little restaurant area that uh, above the comedy club, the comedy cellar. And we were talking with him for a long time with his friend. And the next show, there was like a show at one, right? On a mm, Sunday night? Maybe midnight. Maybe midnight. No, but it extended to one. And uh, it was still packed in there. Sold out. One of, one of us went downstairs to the bathroom and it was straight up packed in there still. And... Then afterwards, you know, Louis and his friends suggested that we go to a, a jazz club. And we're like, yo, and we we're meant, like, meant to do that while like, we were here. And we and were like, this late? I mean, on a Sunday night? And they're like, yeah. And we went to this place called Smalls. And it was still full in there. It was a jam a session. It was only a jam session, too. And Max and I got up and sang a tune. And people really liked it. And it it was just felt like, oh, this was a truly a New York that, thing. That, that night made me feel like I wanted to move to New York. That made me feel like I wanted to move to New York. Um, now, uh, just another thing, too. Now, something we did well, recently... Can I just say something okay. that's related to the subject? I actually went back to that same jazz club a few weeks ago with a friend who was visiting and another friend who lives here. And, we were, again, we were there at 2.30 in the morning on Even a Saturday later, night. Right? On a Saturday night. And it was packed in there. And Roy Hargrove, who's a popular trumpet player, right. was leading the jam session there. And, you know, you just sit down, Roy Hargrove's sitting right next yeah. to you, you know? It's just like... Oh, I went to... The, you know, and, that's yeah. That's a cool thing. That happened to me before, too. I went by myself to a jam session, and Roy Hargrove just sat next to me, and, like, he gave me a nod, and I gave him a nod back, and I was like, oh, my God, I just sat right next to Roy Hargrove. Although, you know, it's, like, you know, kind of a big deal in a way, but kind of like... It is kind little. of a big deal, because I don't know that that kind of thing happens in any other city, you know, where you're sitting right next to... You know, you know, like a jazz okay, kind of icon. I will icon, say this you know? though, you know, and this is obviously something that doesn't happen all the time. You know, our older brother Brent was doing comedy at the Improv in the Hollywood. That doesn't always happen. Yeah, and that is a bit of he, a. You know, he was doing. There's two rooms at the Improv, and he finished his set in one room, and he went over to the other room to see what the show was going on over there, and he sat down in the back and happened to sit next, you know, pretty close to. Paul McCartney, who he was like, oh man, Paul McCartney's here. I'm sitting right pretty close to him, you know? And, you know, it's like apparently Paul McCartney had been attending comedy shows for the past several weeks there. And it's like, you know, I mean, I guess that's something that's going to happen in a big city. Right. You know, but in general. The, the difference, what you're talking about is he wasn't performing Paul McCartney. You know what I mean? Right. So the difference is it's like Ray Hargrove, who's this jazz icon is mingling and playing with people that don't have a name, you know? They're not a name or anything. And I think that's cool. It's like, he's like, hey, we're at this, we're all the same level, right. you know? He's a very, was, there's a certain modesty to it. When you know? I was there the last time, there were a lot of, like, kind of student jazz musicians, and right. some of them were not even very good, but Roy Hargo was still playing along with them, you know I mean? And I guess he didn't play that well that night, but, you know... Um, Maybe he was just trying different things, you know? Right. Um, anyway, 
Anyway, by the way, we now let's talk about our band playing in San Francisco and in New York, compared to New York. We can't really speak on that as far as Los Angeles goes, though. Um, I do feel like we tried a lot promoting our shows in San Francisco, and it was just hard to get people to come out to shows um, uh, for some one reason or another. And I think we have some good, catchy music, but uh, I think the San Francisco music scene is really kind of changing into this sort of neo-soul electronic scene and well, there's left an, less of an emphasis on the band maybe i mean that's not entirely true but um it's less of an emphasis on a, a rock and roll band you know yeah but there are bands that are in the oakland scene actually there are that, that have are getting some quite some uh, buzz you know yeah, there's and i mean even our sister's band fox Hills brigade they're a great band and they they're pretty popular in the bay area but even like her album release show which was in San Francisco, that should have sold out, you know? And it didn't. For And they're one of the more popular bands in the, the Bay Area, you know? I mean, local acts in the Bay Area. Right. So. It's, a, it's, a, it's a changing scene, and I, I think that, you know, had it been in... I always wonder what our sister's band would be if they, up to now if they lived in New York. Or Los Angeles. Or Los Angeles, actually. And so does our band fit in the music scene here? It's hard to say. Hard in to some say. ways, yeah. Some there's, ways. there's so many different kinds of bands. There's so this, many. And we were city. talking with a, a music uh, publicist kind mar- of guy. Mar- mar- marketer. A marketer. And he was saying it really changes from from uh, area to area even, within Brooklyn even, or even within Manhattan, you know? He's like, but that's hard to say. It's because every band is different, really. Right, every know? band is different. Um, and we thought our music might fit more into the music scene here, but it's really kind of like... Um, it's a it's a mishmash. It's a mishmash. So I guess in a way it does fit, you know. I guess so. Um, yeah. I also think, you know, our our friend went to see us recently play, and he's like, "Wow, you guys really sound very Los Angeles." You know, like you guys are bringing a Los Angeles sound, to New right? York. But and he's from Los Angeles, so maybe but he just it reminds him of Los Angeles uh, of us. But, you know, maybe but, we're from Los uh, but Angeles. Here's the thing: know. is like, you know, perhaps our music would fit even better into the music scene in Los Angeles. Maybe. Who knows? He, but he's not that... I, I don't think he's that savvy of what's going on well, in Los know, Angeles then music again, scene. Our, our, right. our other friend, when he heard one of the songs on our, our latest EP, he was like, oh, it really has this cool... It really has this Brooklyn sound. Right, exactly. It, like, exactly. Oh, it exactly. Is, and he is more of a savvy... And he is more savvy about the music... Uh, the independent music independent scene. Music and, scene. And, or alternative music scene. And... Uh, he was right. It it does sound a little bit Brooklyn esque, even though we always think that our sound is is kind of a California sound in a way. Right. It's, well, that was kind of an interesting thing we were trying out. True decree. True decree. Um. Anyway. Uh. So, but we recently got to play with a pretty. That's big a cool band thing. You know, called Said the Well, and I don't think that definitely wouldn't have happened in, in San, Francisco. San Francisco. Although we did get to play with some of the guys from. Uh, uh, Counting Crows from Counting Crows, but that was a different. That thing. was a different, and thing. they didn't even draw anybody. They didn't you know? even draw like this. That was a crazy thing. Nobody came to their show, and it wasn't all the guys from the Counting Crows. It was just some of the guys, the lead guitarists, and like a few of them. It was another band of theirs, basically. But the point is, like, you know, this was pretty early on into us starting to play shows as in our New band York. in New York City, and right away we were playing, you know, opening up for this, you know. 
semi-popular headliner from Canada, albeit, but they're, you know, they sold, they sold the show pretty well. And like, um, it was kind of cool that we were able to open up for them. You know, you're, I think in New York city, you're able to perform with higher level, higher tiered, uh, artists at a much faster pace. Or Or even if you're not that big of an art, that's what I'm trying to say. There's a certain kind of, um, a, a modesty kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Like as I said with Roy Hargrove, even that jam session, there wasn't this like this, um, you know, like ham hey, better than you kind of attitude. It's there's a certain uh, there's there's not like this ego trip kind of thing. Going I, I on. will say though, I think when I we mean, did when know. we did sing at that club the first time, it was kind of more like some of the people were like, even though they thought you were, if they thought you were good, they would. Wouldn't fully express. That's right. You had to that, prove you had to yourself. Prove yourself you had almost. to prove yourself. That is true. That but, is true. Um, I I will say this though, if you did prove yourself worthy and and talented, um, some people in New York City will be very uh, overtly complimentary, and we've experienced that. I mean, not to toot our own horns, but we've experienced this even two nights ago where. Well, People were really it, complimenting us. Yeah, but stuff. what does that have to... I don't think that's city-specific or anything. Maybe not. Well, you know, I don't know. This comes with the whole idea of people just wanting to go out to see shows and just being more awed by talent of any form, you yeah, know, perhaps, whether or not they're popular, you know? Perhaps you're right. Perhaps um, you're right. But I will say this. Uh, as far as comedy goes, our old brother made the point that he thinks that New York City doesn't give it clubs up. Clubs and, and like just the comedy fans don't give it up as hard as like even if they think you're funny, they still won't gut laugh as hard as they will in like San Francisco or Los Angeles. Or that there's certain bits of his that might involve the audience and they don't participate as much or something. And we know? have kind of noticed that too a little bit. Have we though? Maybe. I don't know about that. But then we have noticed. We went. We did a show last week at the UCB Theater, and it seemed like they they were really, really giving it up, it up actually. Yeah, but, uh, but with that said, there were a lot of tourists in the audience. That's which is true. An they weren't real. And I, when Brent did his show at the Knitting Factory last year, that was mainly New Yorkers, I believe. That went right, to see that. right. And so, and they didn't they, quite they, give they, it up. All as of them much. were like big fans of him or DJ Doug Pound or both, and but they weren't quite giving it up as hard as. They would in San Francisco or Los Angeles. Maybe so, it's maybe it's this, uh, you know, they're not their nature is not as relaxed or something. Or maybe their I don't know nature if that's is true. not. Again, it's this whole idea of just um, you really maybe you have to prove yourself harder. But it's not even that because no, they already, were his fan. They, they were, were fans. fans. In fact, one guy, one of his, uh, one of his fans found out that I was a brother and wanted me to buy me a drink, and I was like, oh no, no, no it's okay, um, and. Uh, you know, for one, I didn't want to like. Well, pose, he didn't know two, that Max does. I mean, I also don't drink, but I just thought like it was. I just thought, oh, I don't want to take advantage of that. You know. Yeah, I mean, this kid was like, "Oh, are you not old enough to drink?" And Max is thinking, "I'm, I'm like probably way you. older than you." This kid was like some young buck. Um, this isn't to say we're not young, but I mean. What age are we? I don't know. Let's not reveal that. Oh, people can know. Well, or I don't want. They? No, I don't want people to know. That. Well, people can guess, but you know, I will say this: we do know a lot about things. That doesn't. That's not age specific at all. No, I don't know what you're talking. I know, about but on that. I will say this. Here's the thing: we have this bit of ours. It's like uh, that we is true. Hook, and we grew up with the movie Hook. You know. 
Um, and so do a, did a lot of our friends and people uh, that are friends with us. They understand the references we make when uh, we're talking about Hook. And we recently did a show, a comedy show, and we did this bit that involved the movie Hook. And there were a lot of young, young kids there. Young bucks. That, who had never even seen the movie Hook. Probably. Probably. And that's shocking to me that people actually grew up without the movie Hook. Right. Is, that is a thing. It's a thing where that it's like, oh, is that showing my age? But then again, also, uh, I guess if there were enough people who sought out pop culture in general from any era, they would understand that. You know what I mean? Right. But Hook wasn't... It was big for us, but that wasn't that big of a movie, though. You know what it I mean? It was pretty big when it came out. Yeah, but it didn't get rave reviews when it came out. It didn't, even though, you know, even though there's some cheesy parts about it, there's some really great parts about it. It is and a great it's, movie. It's a great movie, it's and there's great some, movie. it's really genuinely and, funny, too. And really check it out, actually. There's a scene where uh, Captain Hook interrogates one of his men, and this is the scene that we kind of reenact in one of our bits, and... That man this is man, by man Glenn is actually played, played, but I was going to get to that. I, I know, wanted, but you're taking too long to get to it. Yeah, but anyway, so he interrogates him because he thinks he's not being supportive, and he thought he was going against him. And anyway, uh, he, he's sent to the boo box. It's, it's, it's called the boo box, I guess, you know, and <laughs> so, which has like this box with scorpions and stuff in it. But you think, I didn't know. It, it seems like a man, just a pirate. Played by Glenn Close. What a great actress. She's so good in it. And, you know, David Crosby also makes a cameo in it. And I think George Lucas, too, right? George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. And Carrie Fisher. They're a, not, not really a cameo. You can't even really tell, but... They're, like, in the background. No, they're, like they're extras, almost. Kind of like extras there. When Hook, when Peter Pan is being uh, taken to... Uh, Neverland. Neverland. Uh, by Tinkerbell. Right, they're on the They're like, on London the bridge. bridge. They're like on the bridge. Or London, or is it? Is London. No, it's just a bridge. Anyway, they're on a bridge as a couple or something like on that. On the River Kwai. But they used to go out, right? Carrie Fisher and George Lucas? No, I don't believe so. I believe so. No. I don't... The, I actually am almost certain that's not true. Wait, is that... She, she went out with somebody. She went out with uh, Dan Aykroyd. No, she, I think she went out with George no, Lucas. No, Max, she did not. Are you sure? I'm almost 100% sure. I'm almost somewhat sure. Oh. Well. Pause. Look it up. No. Pause. Look it up. We'll just... We'll, we'll comment, uh, we'll on, comment it on it as a little caption if we're... But we're, just so we... For the record. Let the record show. Let the record show. Nikki does not think they went out. Max does think Max they went out. Max thinks that he might think that. All okay. Right. Anyway, back to New York. Um, back in the New York groove. Anyway. You know, I will say this. Uh, something that's contributing sort of to my comfort level in New York City, and this is something I never really had in San Francisco, is we have our, me and Max have a two-bedroom apartment. We don't have any other roommates. I've never been in this kind of situation before in San Francisco. I always had like at least three roommates. And... Um, and at least one of those roommates was always kind of crazy, you know, or something. Oh, and, I, my roommate and, in San Francisco was I insane. I think this is, has to go along with the idea of how expensive it is, it is to live in San Francisco. You'll never find a two-bedroom apartment like the one we live in now for I don't even, as cheap as 
uh, we pay. I don't even in think in 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 Oakland either. I don't think right now in Los Angeles you can. Definitely, Los Angeles you can definitely for you can sure. You find a one bedroom with your own parking space for uh, fairly, fairly inexpensive. Inexpensive, you know? yeah. But with that said, let the record show. Um, you're right. There's, I mean, living with my brother is basically just one step away from living, living by myself, myself, basically, because we can be very, you know, comfortable, you know, and we are, you know, we have certain things that we, well, okay, let's just cut that part out. Um, another thing, though, about New York City that I don't like is there's a lot of these traditional New Yorkers, I mean, they're kind of caricatures, but... A lot of them, especially the men, they have this machismo quality to them that is kind of annoying to me. It's kind of like, why you gotta be so tough? You know, what's why you have to put on this air of toughness? It's just, it's just like so dumb to me, you know. It, and I feel like Californians don't really have that, you know, that quality. That I think it's kind of funny. Though, I think it's actually. funny. I think it's funny. It's 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 annoying though. Actually, it's especially if you have worked in the restaurant industry and you have to serve these kinds of people, like. It's almost as if they don't have good enough manners, you know. Um, I've never had to serve and, those guys, and I have. And oh, it's, actually, it's, I have kind of served those people before, and they're actually nice. No, some of them are nice. They're but nice, but they have a certain a like certain, uh, kind of Ford. It's like like Ford toughness with you. Yeah, that I'm like. It's like well, don't talk to me like that. I don't I like know. that. You know, it's it's like. But maybe that's just because I'm a sensitive California boy. <laughs> well, maybe, but uh, you know. Why? No, it's not. It's just it's not that I'm sensitive to it. It's just like it's I just don't it's care just for. Like, it. Why do you have to be like put on this Except air with your tone, of you know? machismo? I don't think it's an air though. Machismo. I think it's it's ingrained into you know how they grew up. I don't think that's necessarily true of the newer generation of New Yorkers. You know, I think that's just an older thing though. And Could it is be. kind of funny. I mean. It's New Yorkers are just kind of it, they're kind of stereotypes of themselves, you know. It's kind sometimes of sometimes you walk and pass by actual New Yorkers with these thick accents. I know, and you're like man, they really talk. I like know, that, it's like you know? The, what you see in the movies is true, you know. And I guess Californians don't really have an accent. I mean, there is a Valley Girl accent which comes from California, from but in general, the Valley. In general, but in general, it's a fairly it's neutral, a neutral accent, accent. You know, yeah. it's a neutral accent. Um, something neutral would, uh, American. Accent. Right. Something else I was going to say about New York, though, that I love is walking around New York. That and that's something you don't really do really in Los Angeles. And we you do uh, that in San Francisco, a, which is very nice. Actually, we, we walk around a lot in New York. I know, but York. it's very beautiful. It's a beautiful city. I gotta say, it is very cool to walk around in the West Village or Greenwich upper, Village. Greenwich Village or Upper West Side is very beautiful. Central Park. I mean, the parks. Now the parks are yeah, San Francisco though. Golden Gate Park. That's, that's true. No, San Francisco has some great parks. Um, Los Angeles has Griffith Park. Actually, but, Alamo Square Park in, but, in San Francisco is a very but cool park. I will say, I mean, there is a sheer beauty of the Full House Park. There's, there, yeah, I will say, San Francisco has some quite good parks. I will say that. Park, you know. But uh, what, are the parks better in New York, do you think, though? It just depends on what you pay. I guess it depends on what you pay. Um, Which is a reference to right, You don't pay anything, but fantastic. Yeah, it depends. Uh, but there is something that's cool about this big city and there's a big park in the middle of the city right. you know in what i mean i think that's a city. kind of a cool thing whereas in san francisco like golden gate park is technically it is in the city but it's kind of you know further no that that's the same way that that's as if because the upper side upper west side is kind of further away from the center of i know the city. but what i'm trying to say is 
Manhattan, like a lot of Manhattan still seems city-like, whereas in San Francisco, it's kind of cool, actually. That is a cool thing about San Francisco is there's downtown, which is, seems like a very much like a city, but down San Francisco, you walk maybe less than a mile and you're in a completely different area. Just a couple blocks. That doesn't necessarily maybe, it might not even seem like, a, it's like it its might own more unique, residential. Yeah, it, it has its unique flavor itself. Like the Castro is different from downtown, or which is North different Beach. from North Beach, which is different from the Inner Alamo Square, which is different from Inner Richmond, or which is different uh, from the Sunset, you know? So it's, that's a, and they all have their unique flavors, but they're all in this one city. I think that's a cool uh, thing, And it's too. a small city, too. And it's, it's only, only seven, seven by seven, seven. Uh, uh, miles, that is. Minute by minute. Um, uh, another thing about New York City and San Francisco that is better than Los Angeles is the water, the tap water. That's true. The tap water in Los Angeles is, is gross. Not as gross as some areas of... of America, right? But definitely grosser than San Francisco or New York. I think New York and San Francisco probably have the best tap water in America, um, right? Maybe New York even a little bit better. I think a little bit better than now, San Francisco. Actually. A little I bit better than San Francisco. Than San Francisco now, which is unfortunate. Hey, San Francisco used to be the best, wasn't it? You know, I don't know what happened. New York, Maybe it's because of the pipes. New York I don't did know. something. New York used to be way back in the day was one of the worst ever. And then they were like, like 2004. They really changed. They're like, we got it. We got to up the ante here. And they just became one of the best. It's great water. Um, yeah, you know. So, you know, hats off to the water source in New York City, and someone in San Francisco. Now, um, I don't know. Uh, do we got any other things to touch up on here? Well, I mean, just for people out there that are listening that care about this kind of thing. And sometimes, like, if we're getting a gift for a friend. I know what I'm going to say. Next, um, anyway. It's just an interesting thing, like wine laws, you know, like buying wine in a store. Like, for instance, Trader Joe's has a separate store right for next wine. to Trader's for wine. And you can't go. There's no liquor stores, for instance, here. There are bodegas. Um, and usually if they sell wine, it's like one brand. Right. And it's not a good brand. Again, Max and I don't drink, but, but you know, if we were, if you were to buy a bottle of wine for a party or something like that, it, it's you a can lot go to a harder. Li- it's a lot. You can go to a liquor store in, in Los San Angeles Francisco or San Francisco and at, at any time, especially San Francisco, at any time until like 2 a.m. basically. And and you can find a decent wine even yeah. in the liquor store. And I store. think that has to do with living in California too. I mean, right, Napa, Napa Valley. Valley, especially San Francisco. You know, you can definitely find that stuff. Um, but you know, the term bodega is really a uniquely uh, New York thing. It's an interesting thing. Um, so that's know, not really a necessarily a. a I guess bad if you're thing. trying to bring something to a party, that is a pro about living in California. I guess you know, um, if you want to seem like a pro. You should go in advance, do it in advance. Is that what you're uh, trying to say? No, 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 I, I don't know. Um, anyway, there's one more thing I, we should talk about is food culture. Um, yeah, because, sure. And we'll start at the bottom. New York, known for their pizza. And I got to say, it's a stereotype that's true. You can no get a decent slice for anywhere. Inexpensive, you can get a decent slice. It's going to be most a part. good slice of pizza. And you come down, you get, get you some, uh, get a decent slice of pizza. Uh, yeah, and you know that is not true. In that, that, that's very much 
a, a stereotype of New York that is that is true, true and is good and it's good and it's you just walk a couple blocks and you find another pizza place and it, there's a lot of pizza places. And here's in New the York. thing that is unique to you, New York, as far as I know. Unique New York. New, unique, unique New York. New unique New York. Unique New York. New York. New unique. Oh, it's hard. New York. Unique. How do you York, say that's New hard? New York unique, New York, New York unique, unique, New York. York. Ooh, that's hard. hard. That's something that people should try for acting. Topeka bodega, Topeka bodega. Oh, bodega, uh, po- Topeka bodega, Topeka. Topeka, Topeka bodega, Topeka bodega. Okay. In any uh, event, yeah. uh, these are kind of acting exercises before you get ready for play. But, um, uh, but unique New York, or what did I say? New York, New unique is even harder though to say than than unique New York. Anyway, but anyway, uh, something that's unique to New York is. Garlic knots at pizza places. I don't see that at, usually you don't see that in San Francisco or Los Angeles. I will say this though, the best garlic bread I've ever had, hands down, Coyote in I know, but Los Angeles. That's that's a restaurant. And it wasn't and like that garlic a pizza bread, place. it was more like large knots. I know, actually. but that wasn't a pizza place. I'm talking specifically um, pizza joints, you know? Uh, that's something that they usually will always have at, in New York. And I love that because sometimes you can find these places where you can get like four or five for a dollar and mm, it's very good. I'm very hungry right now and I want that right now. Um, so yeah, that's pizza. Uh, you know, obviously New York city, it's, it's, uh, gastronomical center of oh, America. Hold on, Chinese food. Now that's a stereotype. A lot of New Yorkers are like, Hey, you know, the Chinese food here is the best you'll ever have, you know? And they're and I'm but, like, and I'm, uh, I don't uh, think that's what I think is, is not most necessarily Chinese true. food kind of sucks. But well, it sometimes, doesn't kind of sometimes it's it can be good, it can be very but good. A lot sometimes. of times when it's bad, it's a really bad because it's like this congealed sort of gross what? thing. It's not congealed. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it can be very gelatin greasy. kind of. It, no, it just think it can kind of but, be very greasy. Um, no, it's not. No, it's like a congealed sort of. Gelatinous gloop, gelatinous kind of, gelatinous, gelatinous galoop kind of thing. No, but um, here's the thing about it. But we live actually right next to the Chinatown of, of Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and there is some good cheap Chinese food. Not Chinese get. food, but dump dim sum in particular, or uh, it is dumpling, Chinese dump, food. Dumplings. No, no, no. no uh, there is some also just straight up Chinese food that you can get that's cheap. That's good though. Yeah, you've had it. Yeah, that's not dumplings. Yeah. Okay, I will say this. That's not that's not necessarily think something that's better about New York because you can find fact, that San in, Francisco. You can find that in San Francisco too. That's the real Chinatown, and you know what? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, 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 I've, sure. I've had I the best dumplings, the best dim sum I've ever had was in San Francisco. But that was a restaurant. That no, was a restaurant, I'm not like about, a fancy restaurant. What are you talking about? You Wait, don't what are you talking, talking about? about? Say that again. Okay. You don't even know what I'm talking okay, about. Well, I don't know. I'm talking about various places. There's this one place in the inner Richmond, for example. Um, it's actually, I believe, a Michelin-rated restaurant, um, and it's not even expensive. And we had duck there. I went there with Drew and Jeff and oh, Jessica. I'd, I'd never been there. And um, it was good. Um, but also, I feel like soup dumplings are easier to come by in San Francisco, which are one of my favorite kind of uh, that's Chinese, not true. That's uh, not true. Things. That's the not Chinese true. We just haven't tried things. to seek that out. That's actually straight up not true, actually. But I also, had soup dumplings here before, actually. No, me too. But um, the point is, it's not necessarily better here, though. No, it's not necessarily better. I think it just depends on where you, it depends on what you pay, actually. Um, sometimes, but Chinese sometimes food, not. Chinese food in general is not even my, 
not even near the top of my list for favorite cuisine. I no, mean, not at all. No, like, sometimes it's very good. Not, it is it's max- when it's really good. It is at the top of my cuisine. No, definitely not. No, I, I mean, dude. But also, I just wanted to mention that there is audience. Guess how much there's a place that we live next to. You can get eight dumplings. How much do you think it costs? And they're good too. How much do you think they're pork pan fried dumplings with leeks inside? Very good. Two dollars. Um, Two dollars. You know what though? The meat is of questionable provenance. Uh, yeah, okay. as Max likes to say. Well, um, I got that from my friend Gray. Uh, Gray. Um, but uh, no, um, I, but Chinese food. No, but it, it, it you doesn't. Consume, I, hopefully, it's pork, anyway. That's, you know, that has nothing to do pork. with New York, really. I mean, it's you know, there's Chinatown in Los Angeles and San Francisco yeah, too, and, and you it, can get some great Chinese food there. Those places, I'm sure. But, uh, and actually, again, there's a place though, called Fang. Again, though, Fang in Los in oh, San Francisco that has some. They have this short rib oh, is very good. Okay, very good. But I will say, you know, Chinese food is it. it it's not. I will say. Another good thing about California in general that beats New York is Mexican food. There's like, this isn't to say there isn't Mexican food in New York, but it's and there is some, fewer there, and you far, can, far between. You can find some good Mexican but food in New York too, for sure. The best Mexican food is going to be closer to Mexico. And Los Angeles is definitely a lot closer to Mexico than but New York. I will say it's not just that because you can find good Mexican food here. It's just in general... It's not really. There are, Mex- a th- there are not, Mexicans making it too, but, it's but not, it might not be that good. It's not it's a more about, thing. Though, I feel it's like, not even a thing here, though. But, you know, Mexican food's not really a thing. Right. It's not a thing necessarily, but I think what the main thing about it is is ingredients that are the, produce, the produce is better and the ingredients are fresher in, in California. In general, that's just how it is, you know? Um, um, and, ca- and Mexican food is really up. That's one of my favorite cuisines it's, of all time. It might be my favorite cuisine. It might be top my favorite. Three. Top three. I mean, have you even had a burrito here in New York? I, let me just say something. Have you had a burrito? Yes, I have. It wasn't very good, but it was a late night place, and I just can't really judge that. It was not. It did not taste fresh. I was just thinking, how could that bland? This tasted very bland, actually. I was like, man, they really had to try to make this bland. But anyway, uh, with that said, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, Oh shoot! Uh, oh, what was I gonna say? I don't know, man. No, we were talking about Mexican food. What? Uh, I will say, San Francisco. I've had some really. There's some. I've had some great. Ta- oh, I had Tex-Mex recently, and you know I can't make a. Pro- I, it's basically like just Mexican food, like uh, like Los Angeles. Oh, was it good? Food. You know what I had was all right, but I had ground beef, and I didn't mean to get ground beef, and that's not my favorite thing to get for a taco. You know, Ye- so yeah. I would go with carne asada. Carne Tacos. asada, for sure. Um, you know, I love getting chicken sometimes, but when it comes down to it, I'm a steak lover, and carne asada is the best. I love it. Um, you know, there's a place so Mexican food, I discovered in San Francisco, a taqueria, that I didn't discover in the Castro until much, until I almost left, until me parting ways with San Francisco. And I had, I tried the chicken taco first, and I was like, wow, this is pretty darn amazing. And it was really good. And I saved the, the steak one for a little bit later because I just assumed that it might be better. And it was really, it was like the best steak taco I've ever had. No, so okay, good. here's the thing though. There's a place in Oakland called Cactus Tacos. Now that's hard. And I'm talking about soft, soft, soft tacos, by the way. Right, before. which are the classic uh, but Mexican ha- tacos. But Cactus, cactus ta- has cactus hard shell tacos, hard tacos. Which you might, might find at Taco best, Bell. You know? Might be the best hard shell taco I've ever had in my life. 
It is Ooh, very it is good. So good. It's mm. a very good taco. Love mm. it. Oakland. I'm hungry right now. I want to eat. See, that's I'm the thing. So you, you know, California really has good Mexican food, and there's a lot of places to find it. New York, not so much. Not that's not it. New York is for pizza. And don't get no, me wrong, there's some good pizza in New it, York's for pizza. Don't get me wrong, there's some good pizza in, in San Francisco and in Los, in Angeles, Los Angeles, but it's too. different kind. It's it's more of a California style kind of pizza. Well, you can find kind of New York style. You too. can. You can. There's actually Joe's Pizza is a it's a New York kind of a chain a little bit, um, or it might be a franchise, but um, you can find that in Los Angeles too, actually. Um, anyway, so you know Mexican food that's good, uh, and but you know, as far as like, you know, just actual restaurants go, sitting down, just I, I feel like, um, you know, all three cities have their own kind of thing going on. There's not, I don't think one. Obviously, New York is known for its fine dining, fine dining. But I feel like San Francisco has some really great, nice restaurants too, and probably Los Angeles too. I haven't really experienced Los Angeles in that way yet because i i've never could have you know had enough money when i was living in los angeles to afford nicer restaurants yeah but, but you haven't really experienced fine dining that much either in, right in san francisco that's okay. expensive. I, it's expensive i mean that's something no I but i'm just really... talking about nice restaurants not fine dining and new york sure. has some good ones and so does san francisco. san francisco has some really good ones like beretta or nopa yeah, and but those are kind of like uh Mid to high level kind of restaurants, right? And but I, not fine dining. But I, I don't, yeah. Which you're not going to go to a fine dining restaurant all the time, you know. Sure. But these kinds of restaurants we would go to often, and in New York City, you know, they all. What I'm trying to say is, not one city is better than the other at it. You know, I think at least. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but just before we end on this food subject, what about burgers? Now. Oh, I, I did want there that. Thanks for reminding me. There's something fairly new in New York called Shake Shack. Um, it is good. I will say it's a good burger. But a lot of people seem to want to compare it to In-N-Out in California, which has been around since the 50s. In-N-Out burger is a different thing. And it's a different thing. First of all, Shake Shack's not, Shake Shack's is, is not is really not fast, fast food. food. In-N-Out, In-N-Out is, is... Well, In-N-Out is kind of good food fast, in my opinion. Right, but it it's is... It's a fast. tier above, like, McDonald's and stuff right, like that. Right, but it is fast food. And plus... In and outs never change the recipe or prices. The, the really. whole idea of this gourmet, like trying to get better at gourmet burger kind of thing, is a relatively new thing, which started in Los Angeles, really with Umami Burger, actually. And Shake Shack is kind of piggybacking off, as much as everyone, as a lot of people are, but they're kind of pig, piggybacking off of that kind of thing of like, let's make a decent, a good burger, you know. And I think Shake Shack is fine. I, think I actually it's good. think. There's a place I, I actually don't think it's better than In and Out, and In and Out is a lot cheaper actually. And In-N-Out, that's another thing you can get a burger for two fifty, and you've always been able to get a burger. For, it may be no a cheeseburger. A, a regular burger is like a dollar seventy five, and that's always been the case for the In and Out burger. And, and you so can get I think a good that's shake the too. best burger you can get for that price. Right, and you can get a whole meal for like five bucks, and that's something you can't do at Shake Shack. That's it's more expensive. Or you, even five guys, you know, which people seem I, to I like haven't, to rave about. I haven't, I haven't had, had it, that. but we've we've tried going in there before, but we looked at the prices and we're like, no I know, way. And I'm, the, I'm not the amount spend. it was like so small. Now gourmet burgers are a different thing and I consider myself a sort of um, a deep appreciator of gourmet burgers and I have very specific tastes right. when it comes to so, gourmet burgers but I like trying different ones no, but 
Um, no, there's a there's a place in San Francisco called Super Duper, by the way. That's not a gourmet burger. No, I know, but I'm just saying it's kind of like the same thing as Shake Shack, and I think those are comparable, actually, straight right. up. Right, okay. But, um, um, okay, well, you have to had to mention that, but... Um, well, I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm just gourmet saying people shouldn't compare it to In-N-Out because that's haven't, a different thing. I haven't um, really tried that many gourmet burgers in New York City yet. Um, I would like to. Uh, I was talking about going we to this place, one. Burger and Bar- Barrel, soon. Right. What was the one? We tried, uh, it's called Black Tap or something like that. And it wasn't that, it was nothing to, oh, nothing, it was the, with the shakes. With the shakes. Nothing to, nothing to cry home, home about. about you nothing know? to cry home Definitely about. Definitely not, a, and it was expensive. The shake there was too expensive. Oh, not worth it. I know, in my opinion, not worth it. Although my friend had a better experience with it. But, um, but I, I just thought, it Fifteen dollars shake. Looked, it looked aesthet- better be a damn good shake, you know. It, aesthetically, it looked good, and we shared it with. It was between three of us, uh, but it was not. Did not live up to the hype. I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to say. Um, <laughs> um, but as far as gourmet burgers go, I've the best burgers I've had were in San Francisco. Nopa, That's just because we discovered. But Nopa, we discovered, yeah, which is like a sixteen dollar burger. But actually. Box burger, the box burger, which is an eight dollar burger. burger. That's not a restaurant. Be- that is as much as a burger at what Super Duper or Shake Shack. Or Shake Shack, and, and that is bad. Much it's the best for, burger for that, for that price. price. Actually, that, it's one of the best burgers of all, of all time. time. Of all time, yeah. Period. Actually, I mean, and it's so good. It just it's, goes and to it's show, a gourmet kind of yeah, burger. Yeah, and it know? just goes to show you bucks. that this hype of. I understand the hype of Shake Shack. It's it is a good burger. I'm not going to deny that. It is, but you know, it's, it's not, not gr- as it's not like the best burger I it's ever not as did good as, see. All I, I gotta say see. is all I gotta say is not as good as Box Burger and Box Burger Box is not even a restaurant. Not even a restaurant. It's just like some pole in the wall thing, actually. And it's a bucks. And it's tis it. It's very mm. good. It's very good. I'm hungry right now. Um, I want some food. Anyway, I think we basically covered it um my final word is that um okay, you know final word new york san francisco los angeles they're all different cities what do i prefer um right now i'm living in new york and that's cool i'll end up back in los angeles eventually because it's home for me it's where i grew up um and i think overall the certain aspects of los angeles just kind of um about living there kind of outweigh uh, certain aspects of New York. New York is a cool place, definitely to visit. I think is a really cool place to visit, especially if you're a tourist. Um, it's also it, it's a little well, bit harder. It, oh, I see. Okay. It's a little bit harder to live here. I think. Um, that said, we moved here mainly for our careers, and that's what we're focusing on right now. That's why we're here. But I will end up back in Los Angeles eventually. So that's my final word so, on that. In San Francisco... So you're saying you prefer ultimately Los Angeles. Yeah, I prefer ultimately Los Angeles. San Francisco, I like the idea of living there, but I... I, I kind of just I was over it. I was by over it by the time I, I moved. And Los well, that's Angeles, why I moved, I guess. You know, so no. Los Angeles, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see where I'm at uh, in a couple years. Though. Right. My final word is, I don't... I don't really have a preference at this point in my life. I kind of what Nikki said before he spoke on this before is like I won't be really truly happy anywhere until I find success in that place. Right, exactly. It's like but people always ask me, "Oh, how you like in New York?" and I always say, "It's okay like anywhere right now. I'm only going to feel okay I'm, because until I'm, I'm I really focusing on succeed I'm in in yeah, my career. We have an objective while uh, living here, ambitions. which is like 
pursuing our artistic ambitions and I'm, I'm not, I'm not really focused on the, I know all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, but I'm not focused on particularly enjoying myself per se, not to say it, that it, I don't no, enjoy no, myself by shows, the city, the city itself. itself. I'm focused on pursuing my career and that's, and how that's the city can affect, uh, that positively or negatively. Right. Actually. It's so, I, I don't have a particular place in, I, New York's the place for me right now, actually. That's what I say. I guess so, yeah. And, and, uh, that's about I it. I will say, I'm not saying, it's not, I, I want to rephrase that. It's not that I, I won't find happiness. I'm not happy, uh, until I find success. Cause I was really happy by being back in, in San Francisco when I first moved there. Uh, it's just at this point in my life. It's more about that. Well, there's a lot more, you know. Because I'm really focused on that, particularly. It's, it's kind of an impending, it, it's, it's sort of an age thing, I guess you can say. Kind of. But, it shouldn't really be that, but it kind of is, I hate to say it. But yeah. It's also just spending years, and enough years struggling that you're, you're like, okay, I, I'm, I'm fed up with having to, quote unquote, struggle now. I really. I'm fed up with this world. Things have to happen now. Um, right. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold says... Oh. Uh, it kind of was funnier in my head, you know? And that's the final word. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time.